Hello, everyone. Before I get to the podcast, I wanted to give you a quick heads up about my summer book list that is being compiled as I speak. I know I said that last week, but it actually really is happening now. Make sure to check out my socials in the next few days so you can send me your recommendations on what books you believe are quintessential reading. I've worked on this book list for years. That's plural. Years. And just divided into titles and categories and titles by author. Plus, because I love y'all so much, I've included Amazon links to each of those books. And the best news is that the list is totally free. Make sure to hit me up and tell me your favorites. Speaking of favorites, I'm excited to have some guy in Austin back to discuss what we've all been waiting for since we found out that Katie is our next Bachelorette. It's time to meet the 29 suitors who left their marketing and insurance and entrepreneurial and former baseball player jobs to try their hand at love on a hot mess of a reality dating show. Some guy in Austin and I break down our favorites, our dark horses, and the jack wagons who we feel will parade around the mansion in New Mexico like they own the place. I'm looking at you, Gabriel. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 216 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And we're going to talk Bachelorette season 17 with Katie. First of all... How are you feeling about the season in general? First thoughts, not about the guys, just about Katie in general as our bachelorette. And I would I would like to get your feelings on this. I would like to get your reaction on this. First of all, do you remember who Katie is? Of course, I remember. She was, um, well, she started off a little bit um, uh, controversial in that she showed up with a sex toy. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and, which, uh, we, which we lovingly named what? The Pavelka. Yes, we did. Um, lovingly and appropriately, I believe. Um, so she had that, you know, that was kind of her gimmick when it was Matt James season, correct? Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. so that was sort of her gimmick. And then um, she pivoted and she uh, became an adult and um, seemed nice enough. She was um, confronted by a couple of the uh, less intelligent um, women about uh, various breaches of etiquette in the house and stirring up uh, mm-hmm. trouble. And her take was always that she was just trying to be an adult. And I think she's best known for when um, the <laughs> accusation that one of the girls was a call girl or an escort mm-hmm. yes. was made. Uh, Katie became concerned and she addressed it with Matt and said, look, we're going to ruin somebody's life and somebody needs to do something. And that put yes. her sort of in the crosshairs, but it turned out to be uh, a blessing in disguise for that poor girl who was, um, accused of prostitution on a national stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think what what sticks out most about Katie, other than the Pavelka, and what you just said, she was very much, she was the peacemaker. She wanted everybody to be calm. She wanted everybody to be friends. But when there was stuff going down, she didn't consider herself a tattletale per se, but she did just go to Matt and say, hey, things are going on and you, know, you need to meh, meh, meh. But what I really think is that she made it halfway through the season. And for somebody to only make it halfway, she was not even in the top five. For somebody to make it only halfway 
and be the next bachelorette, I think is significant. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they, she obviously made an impression on whoever cast this thing um, mm-hmm. because you're right. She wasn't a top finisher. I, I just, I'm still a little indifferent with her as the pick. I don't know how she's going to do. Yes, I would agree with that too. I think where where they landed was, as you remember, Michelle is also a pick. So she's going to be the bachelorette in the fall. So that one made sense because Michelle was third or second or something like that. Right. And, and she went far and everybody loved her. I think with Katie's decision, it was, she was, a she's a little bit different from what we've ever known. She's very much in your face. She feels like um, an edgier Caitlin, if that is even a thing edgier yes and maybe i shouldn't say edgier maybe i should say um she's more verbal than caitlin and i feel that caitlin was the most outspoken about real things if you will because you and i both joke about how caitlin's season was the first season that they flat out talk about sex Agreed. Going on in, in yeah. the places when it was just. Well, it almost showed it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> we definitely heard it that one time. Oh, but God. yes, they did almost show it. So, what all that I have seen, you and I don't do spoilers. I want to keep reminding people of that. It's very hard not to do spoilers in this day and age of social media. But I have watched the 30-second promo for her season, and I've watched all the advertising behind it, and it's very much be like Katie and sex positivity. Oh, God. And apparently, I don't, I've, I don't follow her on Instagram. I probably should right now, and I'll amend that, but she's very much into sex positivity on her TikTok account, which I don't do TikTok. So what, wait, hold on a second. Uh-huh. Are you wondering <laughs> I mean, what sex positivity yeah, is? Yeah. I mean, is it, are we talking about like, like I'm proud to be a woman or actual, like the act of, coi- the, uh, you know, oh, coitus? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, that's super duper tacky. The act of coitus. <laughs> Come on. She teaches you how to. It's such a. Oh, oh, really? So, that's her thing? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's her I, you thing. Know, seriously. And I, I'm not, you know me. It, t- it takes a lot to embarrass me or to make <laughs> me blush. But Did I just make uh, you blush? No, but this show is going to. And <laughs> I can already see it. And we're going to be very sex forward <laughs> this season. And to your point about social media, handing out Werther's on our front yard, saying "Get out of my lawn!" Exactly. Terrible. It's I'm going to be behind the couch the entire time. I'll be writing letters to ABC, and (laughs) you know, but I I think a large portion of the audience will. You think they're just trying to get it to like maybe purge those people and get it to a younger crowd or something? I don't know. That is a very, that is a very good question. The only thing I can think of is you and I have talked about this for a decade now. How sad is that? But we've, we've talked about how we can't be vanilla anymore. We can't be cookie cutter anymore. So everybody has to have a shtick. And I think that's her thing. And, and her, she will talk about bringing the Pavelka on and saying, it wasn't a shtick. It was it was something I was you know I believe in and I believe it's 2021 and we should all 
that became her label. And now she's mm-hmm. running with it because that's what sets her apart from any other bachelorette from before. Yeah. I, I, look, she's, again, I don't know what to think of her because she, she started out and now what you're going with all this research and this angle, I didn't see that coming. I thought <laughs> maybe they were going to clean it up a little bit because she was so mature. But now it sounds like... um She's mature, but we're going to get, you know, some whatever. She's like the Dr. Ruth of the Bachelorette <laughs> franchise. She's going to want to go in that hut and be, you know, powdered with opium or whatever and then sweat it out. That's <laughs> okay. her ideal day. You know, so let me just give you some quick facts again so we can, oh, facts. We can, have, we can have the picture in our mind. Um, she is a bank marketing manager mm-hmm. in Washington, state of Washington. Like I said, she her her thing is sex positivity. Okay. She just turned thirty, and I, when I say just, I mean in the new year. So she's a she's been thirty for a couple of months, and according to her last interview, that she said she if she looked back at the last ten years of her life, so in her twenties, she was not happy with what she saw uh-huh. because she spent an entire decade not feeling fulfilled. She likes to laugh. She likes to make people laugh. And now she has finally accepted who she is as a person. And she's Mm -hmm. going into her thirties with excitement and all the things, you know, I'm exhausted already. This is is a lot. (laughs) Why can't she just jump around in her white shorts and like, you know, talk about love or something. We got to talk about Anyway, I think she's also going to have a very specific personality like Claire did when it comes to if you're not here for the right reasons, you can get out. I think that's going to be her her big deal, too. I think okay. she's going to say that a lot. But she's got lots of gentlemen with from which to choose. Right now we have 29 of them. And I think there are only 29 because some guy shows up in a box and he's supposed to be a mystery person. So we don't really know who he is. So we have 29 guys that I put together on a document. I'm actually going to link to this document um, in the show notes. Each guy, except for one who doesn't have an Instagram account, has their Instagram account linked to their name. And I will say that typically you and I go through at this portion, at this stage in the game, and we look at the guy and we judge them based solely on what information they gave ABC and their pictures and right. you know what they do and how old they are. That's typically what we do. The last couple of years, I have gone a bit further because you can learn a lot from someone's Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've added a, a few little notes in there of what I've, you know, what, what I've learned from perusing a little bit, but today what we're going to do instead of going through all 29, cause nobody wants to hear that you have picked your tops who you think are front runners. I have picked my tops. We have not compared notes, so it's going to be a big deal if these guys are the same. And then I want to uh, talk about some dark horses. That could be some of your favorites too. And then we just need to talk about the Chachas and the Jack Wagons who are apparent through their bio. So since you're my guest, I would like for you to go (laughs) first and tell me who you think is one of the top guys for our gal Katie. Okay, so my first pick is a guy named Greg, uh-huh. and, and he is a twenty-seven-year-old um, marketing sales representative. Um, now, the reason I pick Greg is because he's not afraid to admit that he cries during movies. <laughs> Do you um, cry during movies? 
Uh, yeah, but for different reasons. Like it's, you know, like I'm trapped or something. I don't really, <laughs> you know. When's the last time you cried? I don't remember. I mean, and I'm not trying to be macho or anything. Yeah. I just, I really don't remember when I, I cried last you, time. You cry at sad stuff? Oh, or? you know what? I do remember. I attended a funeral, um, unfortunately, for a, a lifelong friend of mine uh, in October. Yeah. But before that, I don't, I don't recall. Um mm-hmm. Really, um, I cried yesterday for no good reason. What is that? What happened? Was because <laughs> no, it was rainy? No good reason. I cried at Mighty Ducks. I got choked up at uh, the Fast and Furious. It was <laughs> every time Vin Diesel gets on screen, I cry. Oh, <laughs> cry inside. Paul Walker, R.I.P. Okay, hey, keep speaking going. of uh, speaking of uh, Vin Diesel, I just think he's the worst actor ever. We can tell that's a whole different podcast. But Greg, let's get back to Greg. Let's get back. So to Greg. Greg cries. His biggest pet peeve is slow driver drivers, and he um, dreams of seeing LeBron James play basketball in person, which I think is. And it's pretty Google. attainable. Yeah. <laughs> you go for your dreams, yeah, exactly. Gregory. Exactly. I mean, aim high. Um, he's a, a one click away from realizing his dream. Um, but the reason I like this guy is because he's very normal looking. Yeah. And and it says he his bio says he wants to travel the world with his wife before having kids, and he wants six kids. So, mm. um, very. Um, uh, down to earth. Um, he likes his sister and her kids mm-hmm. and he seems like a normal dude. And that was a first, that was really what hit me when I was scrolling through these, his, there's no gimmick. There's, yeah. he just seems like a, a good dude. So yeah. that's number one. And I think Katie's a little bit like that. Um, not, notwithstanding anything you just told me at the beginning of this podcast, I right. just thought she was sort of a normal person. Right. So that's my first one. Right. Greg is also on my list. So oh, okay, well good. done you. I like, let me get into the Instagram a little bit. I first of all, Greg's bio pic is not great. I will say that. I think Greg looks ten times better in his Instagram than he does here. Oh. He's a little pale here. It almost looks like he might have been suffering from a little illness or something. I don't know. But I've noticed that floppy hair for white guys is is in for some reason. Is this a trend that you're seeing? Bangs? Like not? We're not talking Bieber. I'm just talking floppy bangs. I think I have a prediction from COVID. I think that longer hair is going to be in just because people mm-hmm. have, have chosen not to, you know, sort of groom themselves mm-hmm. in the same way. That, so, is a, yeah. that is an excellent point. An excellent point. He does not have the bangs in most of his Instagram. And, and I, I kind of like him better. He's got a little facial scruff in his Instagram too. So he's on my list. So yay, both of us. Okay, let me let me say one and see if you have it. Okay. I have chosen, mm, let me see which one I'm going to do. Mm, I think I'm just going to go for it. I, I, I chose Kyle. Um, I did too. Oh, Kyle yay. was one. Yes, Kyle yay. was one of mine. Kyle, I, I like Kyle for many reasons other than his face and his jaw. I he's a good looking dude. He's, mm-hmm. he's a good looking dude. Let me just say this though. I am a, I'm slightly nervous that he might have a um, bit of a chotch factor. I don't know why. His he's favorite, 26. He's 26. He's a baby child. Um, his favorite flower is an orchid. I don't know why <laughs> you would put that on there, but to me, that's funny. Um, he hates mayo and mustard. That's great. Mm-hmm. And he would love to be able to, to fly so he doesn't have to sit in traffic. I don't know. He he feels really normal. He feels really adventurous according to his Instagram count. 
I've, I want to, I want to root for this guy is what I'm saying. Yeah, he, some, he, I want to root some, for him. Yeah. Something, I, I like them too. Um, um, same, same, um, same concerns you had, although I think he seems a little like he's fun. I don't think he's yes. like he's a chotch, but I do think that the 26 concerns me because I feel like Katie is more interested in an older guy. Oh, I see. I see. Well, let me point out right now that eight of these guys are in their thirties. Mm-hmm. So that she's got a, she's got a handful. She's got a handful. The oldest would be 36. Yeah. It's a little, that's a little too old for but Katie. There but there are four of these guys are only 25. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they're all in her wheelhouse, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure they'll appreciate her very sex forward stance. Yes. What do you suppose this is, uh, Kyle's, he's 26, as you said, he's from Florida. What do you suppose a technical recruiter is? He recruits people in the tech industry. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess. <laughs> or if you're going to take that literally, maybe he's, you know, he's, he's technically, I don't know. He's very, he's very uh, detail oriented as a recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. I, <laughs> Here's it, something it all depends else. on what the adjective describes. Is, is is technical modifying recruiter, or does it kind of stand on its own? You know, I don't know. <laughs> These are the job descriptions that I hate. Which let me bring that up too. Let me point that out. Whenever I I texted you the other day, I said, "Hey, the guys are officially out because we never we never do this until ABC officially l- lists the cast on their website." And so I texted you. I said, "Hey, they're finally out." He goes, "How many how many CrossFit or gym people do we have?" And you know what? There is one. There is That's only crazy. one guy who calls himself a gym owner. But the rest of them, let me tell you what we, and, and also only one guy has a whole bunch of Instagram people. Everybody else is the one and two and three thousands. So these are not famous, famous people. You know, sometimes you get somebody's daughter or somebody's kid, but there are, there are a lot of real estate guys. There are a lot of people who have the word technical or software or tech in their title. There's about seven of those. And mm-hmm. then there are a lot of marketing people that were marketing different things, just like Katie. And then, you know, you usually have some athletes and there are three athletes. One is a football coach. One is a former, former baseball player, which I don't know what he does now. And one is an actual football player, but he always, ever sees. Yeah. That always gets you in there. They're the form or something. It's like, yes. Well, you know, right. Doing it's very now. interesting. This former baseball player guy whose name, let me get in. He's a current, current slouch. He's, Connor. he's one of the Connors, yeah. maybe Connor. C. He's currently yes. not doing anything. <laughs> well, that's what you say. So whenever you say a former baseball player, he's 28. His name's Connor C. He's from Costa Mesa, California. Um, He's an athletic stud. That's what his whole bio is, is how what of a stud of player of baseball. And so then you go onto his Instagram saying, all right, well, what does he do now? I still don't know. Pose so, is shirtless, probably. boy is living in his glory days, which is a red flag. To me. No, that is a red flag. It's hard because, um, you know, I remember, you know, I was a good athlete. You know, I was good at everything, but not great at anything. You know, I was just mm-hmm. one to pick up sports. And um, I, to this day, still lament the end of my 
athletic career. I loved sports. I oh, loved yeah. playing. And, and um, I would have done anything to extend that to, you know, the next level and beyond. I mean, I just loved playing sports. I loved being competitive. And uh, I can't imagine doing it at a much, much higher level and then just having to give that up. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I, get, I get why, like Tom Brady, you know, guys yeah. won seven Super Bowls, played in 10 of them. No question. He's probably the greatest quarterback, um, certainly of my generation, if not of all time. And I get why he still wants to play. I mean, yeah. I totally get it. <laughs> so... This that would rem- be very hard. This reminds me of how you and I always talk about how you you went to um you went to trampoline land or something. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, after a yeah. couple of bounces, you thought not for me. I did different. the same thing, um, water skiing. And I thought, I'm in a boat this weekend. And hey, does anybody want to water ski? And nothing inside my 45-year-old body screamed, Yes, yeah. do it, because I knew better. Yeah, well, it's and it's not really the skiing; it's the falling. It's the that, falling. That is, <laughs> well, it is the skiing because I'm holding my and then yeah. my back's gonna hurt because I've been. The last time I pulled was pulled behind a boat. I had muscles sore in places I didn't know I had muscles, and I was like, "Wow, you use that? Like, you know, to <laughs> to ski? I sh- yeah, I was just it's leaning just, back it's a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why does my elbow hurt so bad? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So tell me another one of your guys. Okay. Justin is another one of my picks. Mm, no? Mine too. Wow. There you go. Justin and so, is my dark horse. Really? Yes. Um, uh, he, he, um, he, you know, he's just a lot of standard stuff. Like he wants somebody that's passionate about fitness and he's considers himself romantic. I mean, everything, everything that people who haven't just been destroyed in a relationship say, Um, before getting into one. Um, So he's very optimistic. And then the other thing is he's an extremely talented painter, which intrigues me. Yes. Um, Kind of artsy and, uh, you know, chicks dig that sort of thing. They do. Um, And I'm just grateful that the artsy person this season is not playing a guitar, which begs the question, when is, uh, what was the name of that stupid show, the spinoff where- (laughs) Listen to your heart. Listen to your Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that? I mean, are we are we still eliminating guitar players and musicians on this show in favor of so. recasting season two of the ever popular oh. "Listen to Your Heart"? Remember when they had I'll the winners? I'll give you a million dollars if you tell me who. I, exactly, I know. But remember, they had the winners like last season where their musical guests, and I was yes. like, "Who are these people?" And then I'm like, "Oh yeah, Lindsay and I talked." Talked Dude, about a whole podcast yeah, exactly. jokers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, so yeah, so I, I like this guy for some reason. He's an investment sales consultant, which sounds relatively important. Um, and uh, he's from Baltimore, Maryland. So he just again seems uh, seems like an optimistic guy with a talent, and I think that'll that'll make him go far. I'm telling you. This guy on his Instagram, he he seems very serious to me, first of all, which is fine, but he, he will display his artwork and it looks like he's not an artist by any means. This is just kind of what he does for fun. And he he went from painting and now he's doing pencil art or sketches. 
And man, it is incredible what he, he, it's so lifelike and incredible what this guy can do. And I am hoping with all the hope inside me that he does not have a sketch of her when he, he comes will. out. He will, won't he? Yeah. I don't want him to do that on night one Yeah, where he sketched her cat or something or her. Oh. It's going to be him like, it's going to be like her with a pavelka like against her <laughs> cheek or something. And he's going to be like, look, I thought about you in the limo. (laughs) That's what I would do. Uh, No. Anyway, so he seems like a good good dude. Now, the the biggest red flag, and I'm sure that you're aware of this, is Justin does not like to dance at all. I know. Which is, you know, I mean. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be Fred Astaire, but everyone likes to dance a little bit right like mm-hmm. the, yeah. even in like at a wedding or something I don't know. Uh, exactly you can't i mean if hitch taught us anything it's you can step from side to side and keep those elbows well, it, just in. Seems, it seems uh, a little self-conscious you know mm-hmm. just be, because um he may not enjoy dancing but to actually point it out and say i just don't do that at all makes you know he's, he may be a little insecure or this is the part where we know that Justin's going to be on the date where they have to flamenco dance or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, it's gonna and he's going like yeah. to, I'm, I'm really proud of Justin. He stepped out of his comfort zone today. <laughs> so he gets the date roads and everyone can hate him secretly. It, al- it also says if Justin could be any superhero, he would be Black Panther. Which mm. I think is a good choice. What, have what, you what seen the movie? Yes, I haven't. I don't. I don't. I don't like superhero oh, movies. The, the only, I don't watch any of those. The only one I saw was Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. No, the first one. Okay, um, good. And it was the only reason I saw it was because I was so bored sitting on the couch one night all by myself, and nothing was on TV of the you know two thousand channels I have of nothing. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to watch? And so I watched the superhero movie, but I don't watch any of them. So if I, you I, could be a superhero, which one would you pick? If I could be a superhero, yeah, I don't know. Superman seems right. like a pretty I safe you'd choice. Pick Superman, yeah, he can fly and he's strong and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 may, I could be Superman. Yeah. Okay. Let me pick mine. I'm going to give you one that I know you did not pick for, okay. as one of yours. I'm very excited about him. Well, I'm, he has potential again. His name is Connor B. Didn't Not to pick be him. Confused with Connor C, who has you know the baseball thing. Okay, let me tell you why I picked Connor. Let me tell you why I picked Connor B. He's 29 math teacher from Nashville, Tennessee. First of all, I love teachers. Second of all, this is the first sentence in his bio. Connor B is a lovable, quirky, and charming eighth grade math teacher with a master's degree in medical physics and a resume that includes nuclear engineer as a job title. Hmm. Hmm. That means that he is uber smart. Yeah. And he's, he's completely overeducated and underachieving. And no, it's not. He is, he is educating the eighth graders of Nashville, Tennessee right now. And they're smarter because of it. I'm pretty sure my math teacher didn't have a physics degree in a Nuclear yeah, engineering. Yeah, he doesn't want to be a physicist. He's just naturally smart and can get all these degrees. And then he decides, and never, what do I want never, to do? However. Yeah, he'll never pay off his student loans on his however, teacher's salary. Yes, he will because he's very smart. <laughs> however, this is this is how he's going to pay it off, which is my one kind of meh, is that I think my boy is musical. Oh. So you're wondering who is the one who's going to have a guitar or a banjo or a ukulele. is going to mm-hmm. be Connor B. Okay. 
Now, he doesn't talk about loving any of his musical instruments in his bio, but he does talk, he does show it off in his Instagram account. In fact, I'm pretty sure he dropped a single on Spotify. Wow. Like before the show or? Yeah. Which makes him, you know, intellectually smart, left brain and right brain. Okay. Good for that guy. Well, maybe he will go far. And he dreams of going to Italy, which I also think is attainable. Yeah, there's some planes that go there, and um, you can Uber to an airport pretty easily. Um, <laughs> just need a few hundred bucks. There you go. <laughs> he says that he loves dressing up and is a proud owner of his own tux. Oh, now, that's I'm hopeful that that is like a funny little haha comment and not he's truly proud that he owns a tux. Now, I used to own my own tuxedo. But yeah, you were a lounge singer in your tuxedo. You know, I actually, I've told you this before, if I could do anything without any consequence and just if I can make a living doing one thing and just not have to worry about it, I would be a lounge singer. I know you would. And and tell the people what you would be singing. We're talking jazz standards, right? No, we're talking, I mean, I I like, um, you know, I like all the Rat Pack stuff, you know, and I, you know, I don't know. I would, I would have my own repertoire, maybe some Buble and some uh, Dean Martin, maybe a little Frank Sinatra, some Elvis mixed in perhaps. Right. Name uh-huh. a Buble song right now. Um, feeling fine or feeling good. I like okay. that one. <laughs> I think that's a cover though, but I remember I like yeah, the way Yeah, but that would, that would be your big, your big My audio. finale? Yes. No, I think like the song. impossible dream would be like my big no, finish. Oh, you got to end on a high note, a loud note. You can't be oh. soft. You can okay. you can do impossible dream and then wave yourself off and then wait for encore encore yeah. and I then never you understood. come back out and do feeling good. I like when I go to stadium shows. I never understand the encore thing because it's like they do the band does like what an hour and a half set right mm-hmm. from eight to nine thirty and then about nine thirty. Thank you. Good night. Everyone's cheering and then they leave the stage like okay. And then I just picture him back there being like, well, wait a minute. Everyone's still cheering. What are we going to do? Well, we haven't played our number one hit song yet. Why don't we go out there and do that? It's so disingenuous. I just wish they would just be like, okay, look, we're going to do your favorite song now. And then we're going to just leave for the night. Yeah. Why why pretend? The the last couple of major people concerts I've been to, they haven't done encores. Yeah. I think they that's... just wave and thank you. And then the stadium turns the lights on. So you, you're not standing there asking for one when you know yeah. you're not going to get it. Yeah. So I, I think, I think the days, you know, of the spontaneous encore where it's like, well, hold on a second. They love me. They're cheering. That's, those are long gone. So okay. Give me another an person. Expect? Yes. Okay. So Michael, for okay, a few reasons. Michael, now, I have. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I know so some he, stuff about Michael. Okay, so here's the tears. Here's the thing. He's 36, um, and he's a business owner from Akron, Ohio. So Midwestern values. Mm-hmm. Um, he's old enough to be mature. Um, he's a single dad, mm-hmm. and he's got a four-year-old son. So, um, and he says straight up front, that it's the package deal. So he's he's definitely going to be someone with a different set of. Um, eyes, you know, on Katie and what he's looking for. True. Um, and then I don't know what the single dad story is, but I'm sure there's something either he's a total chotch, like he got caught cheating and we'll find that out episode one. Right. Or, um, there's some heart wrenching thing where he's a single dad and he's trying to make it on his own. And I think he goes far. He is a widower. Oh, there you go. Yeah. How do you know, how do you know that? Instagram, man. 
Instagram. Okay. So yeah, so there you go. That's his wife passed away from cancer. That's horrible. I, it is so horrible. And I think she had it and beat it and then got it again Ugh. and passed away from it. And it was, I think it's been about two and a half years. So the yeah. kid was very, very young when yeah. she passed away, but everybody seems to love him on Instagram with comments and stuff. And I think his business owning is a nonprofit for cancer there you stuff. Go. Well, good for he's him. Good so pick, there you go. But, my instinct was right. The reason why he's not on my list, although I do like Michael, the reason why he's not on my list, 36, I think that's too old for Katie. And I don't think that Katie wants a kid. Okay. I mean, that's probably, that's fair, but she is 30, um, mm -hmm. you know, and that's when I think people start really thinking about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe not these days, but um, mm -hmm. okay. That's fair. I but know. I think that, I don't know. Yeah. So he, he's, he's definitely got a heartstring story. Um, and, um, you know, if he leads with that, he's going to lead with the kid and then I guess he'll get into what happened or whatever. But I, I think that gets him, that gets him pretty far. I will say also Michael, his biopic looks a, a little bit of young Mr. Rogers with the sweater and the, you know, plaid shirt. His, his Instagram doesn't look like that. He's way more chill and he, 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 it looks like they're trying to make him look like the oldest guy on the cast. <laughs> they might be. Scooch down one and you'll see my next pick. Mike. Mike. I don't know about this guy. Okay. Look at the t-shirt. I mean, come on. <laughs> Gym owner? Seriously. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I know. I know. This You're is really going to have to explain this one to me. I'm, I'm, I can explain it one word. One word for you. Jesus. Boy loves Jesus. And so I just naturally gravitated to him. Yeah, but he's, is, is he going to deal with the sex forward thing? I like, don't know. I don't know. This will be very interesting. It'll this be, could be another Colton situation. This could throw him over the edge. He I could don't admit know. I don't know. I think that where it's different is that some of these guys say faith is very important to them. And I think that Mike is the same way. However, again, you can learn a lot from people's Instagram posts. And there's there's a lot of faith stuff on his Instagram posts. He likes um, his sisters, which I he's got three sisters, which means that a lot of his stuff is about respecting women and he was a baseball player too, but now he's a gym owner. The gym people, I usually, I'm not, I don't gravitate to the gym people and I don't gravitate to the floppy bangs, which he has as well. But those floppy bangs don't show up in his Instagram account. So mm. I'm not sure, again, why all these profile pics don't match Instagram. But he, that's the reason why. The only thing that sticks out to me that just is major red flag to me is that he does not like dessert, which I'm confused by wow. that and his goal is to visit a hundred countries and he better get on it i mean that's a that's a lot of places to go He's unfortunately not going to get to do any of that during this season of that <laughs> are we traveling this season or no i guess no. we're not mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. i mean i think they travel outside the resort a couple mm -hmm. of times but as we're far going as to um you know burbank yay <laughs> <laughs> so do, anyway. do we know where this one filmed by the way? Yes, New Mexico. Oh, okay. That'll be pretty. Yeah. A little Taos yeah. or something like, you know. Yeah. Mike has potential to me. I put him on my list. He's my last one, which makes me have, we both have Greg. We both have Kyle. We both hmm. have Justin. And then I have Connor B and Mike as my fourth. And I, ha I have Michael and I got my fifth is um, ready for fifth? my fifth. Yeah. A guy named Thomas. 
Oh, what? I don't even remember that name. Yeah, he's um he's a real estate broker. He's twenty eight from California. Okay. Um, and you know, pretty standard. He's he, everything happens for a reason, and he wants a beautiful woman. I mean, all the stuff that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like that, you know, when they interview like the sports stars and like, we're going to take it one game at a time and God willing, everything will work out. It's just sort of the standard, you know, cliche biography. Um, but he likes, um, he likes an ambitious person. He's searching for true companionship. I mean, all the stuff you would, um, you would, um, expect, but, but really what made me laugh was, um, Thomas often wonders if the rock can really eat everything he posts on Instagram for his cheat meal days. <laughs> So I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. And then he says that he, he actually admits to wearing an Ed Hardy shirt once in high school. Okay. Um, that was which, nice of him to admit. Yeah. So, you know, look, he seems a little, you know, self-deprecating and, you know, like a nice, nice enough guy. And he just, his profile picture is very positive looking, you know, yeah. smiling and um, he doesn't look like pensive or scared or anything like some of the other guys. So I just, he, he stood out of me and he's got a legit it seems like has a legit job. He's closer to Katie's age. Like mm-hmm. all those, all those mm-hmm. factors weighed in. Okay. I did not remember Thomas was the name on the list. No, so no, he no. Was that's, that's why we do this. Definitely not on my radar at all. Do you have anybody? I know Justin was my dark horse and he was just one of your picks. Do you have anybody else that you think is flying below the radar or anybody else that didn't really make the cut, but maybe? No, but I have a I have a concern. I need okay. to. Uh, there's one guy. Now the name is bizarre to me. His name is Courtney, like Courtney. like Q U A R T N E Y, mm. which is very unusual. Uh, he's got two um, diamond stud earrings. Okay, uh, and he's not afraid to make a spectacle of himself. So this could be oh. the guy. Yeah, this could be the guy that you know jumps in the pool naked or gets thrown oh. out or. <laughs> Something. So, um, and the other thing about Courtney that really concerns me is he loves to line dance, which I know know, it's terrible. Yeah. So that's my concern. I mean, I look at this guy, I'm like, good Lord. I I don't think this guy gets out of the gate night one, but you know, look, he may teach her how to line dance on the wet driveway or (laughs) wherever we are in Taos, you know, amongst the the zero scape, (laughs) whatever they do in New Mexico. Have you been uh, in Mexico? You ever spent any time there? I have, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, you know, it's really a weird. It's kind of like where people go to just be left alone, you know, like <laughs> artists and weirdos. And then everybody has a giant piece of turquoise jewelry somewhere on their body in New yes. Mexico. It's just yes. my observation. I bet they'll go and learn about turquoise. Somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a turquoise date, maybe mm-hmm. something like that, belt buckle, something like that. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Um, and you know the, the biggest chotch ever. Are we, we going to pick? Because yes. I picked the chotch Let based it, on. Please, please tell me your chotch because I have uh, two, three, maybe four. No, <laughs> you, have, you have 29. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Again, based strictly on Instagram. I mean, based strictly on their bios and their pictures and just, ugh. Okay, Dude, I, I, I know no, they're the same. I know one, the yeah, same. Brandon, let's just go there. The auto parts manager from Queens, New York. So I didn't pick him as oh, come a on. I picked him as a, 
odd. I think yeah. odd is different from Chach. But yeah. yes, keep talking about Brandon because he does have a question mark beside his name in my notes. Yeah, he's he's this is he says he's um, fluent in Japanese, Spanish, mm-hmm. Korean. Um, mm-hmm. He understands the importance of putting in the effort in a relationship. But the yeah. I can't get over the hair in the picture. The I hair mean, is bad. Yeah, and uh, he's twenty six. He's an auto parts manager in Queens, New York. Um, you know, not judging. I just don't think that's what Katie's looking for. And he just, the picture just is. The picture is unfortunate. It is. It is very unfortunate. Uh, I I have a question mark beside Brandon, because I don't know if he is going to be that mysterious loner type who, you know, I know Japanese and Spanish. And I think he's going to be the obvious annoying type. And um, he also loves to attend the occasional rave. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like that. At 26 (laughs) years old. And uh, he hates with a capital H exorbitantly overpriced restaurants. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If he goes to that exorbitantly priced Japanese restaurant, he'll be able to speak to the waitress. Yeah. He'll be able to voice his his concerns about the menu in the (laughs) the native language. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, my first one, which I can't believe you didn't say first, was Gabriel. Um, let me is he get on to... your list? No, or did he's you not. just have the one? You just well, have... I think I was just so put off by yeah. other guy's picture that I just yeah. didn't look at anybody else. So Gabriel? Gabriel. Tell me about Gabriel. Oh, the... yeah, looking at the picture now. What is it? <laughs> Wow, I can't believe I missed this guy. I can't either. You must have blocked him out because this guy has chotch, your kind of chotch too, written all over him. He's 35 and he's an entrepreneur. Okay. And um, and he's bound to wear velvet loafers. Like, what's his name? Yeah, like Bennett. He loves the expression Renaissance man. And it feels like it describes him well. Would you like Mm. to to describe what Gabriel is wearing in his biopic? Well, his signature look is obviously the uh, turtleneck sweater. And uh, he looks appears to have a blazer over that with a pocket square. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like he's got um, a little product in his hair. Yeah. Um, and he, he looks a little, um, he doesn't look very self-assured for a Renaissance man. Yeah, I know. He's kind of got a smirk on his face. Yeah. Or, or look of a fear. Oh. <laughs> One or the other. Um, Gabriel says his best, did he write this? Gabriel says his best qualities are that he is introspective, creative, and confident. Right. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Jack Wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't understand the concept of athleisure and believes that people should respect elegant styles of the past. I bet you he like, like parachute pants. Or <laughs> <laughs> My member's the, only jacket the, would look the, really good with that turtleneck. The keyboard necktie. <laughs> is that an elegant style of the past? What a jackass. I'm going to say. Give me a I'm going to say gunny sacks. And I know you don't know what that means, but that's lots of people are laughing right now mm-hmm. at that. A gunny sacks would yeah. be my elegant. Is that like a culotte? An- <laughs> Did you ever have culottes? Yeah. <laughs> Gaucho pants. <laughs> it's like you're going to go to some Brazilian restaurant. You're like, what do you do? Are you, are you on break or do you just wear those everywhere? I remember I went to this place. I haven't been a long time. One of those, um, you know, those Brazilian places where they bring the thing of meat and they cut it for you right yeah, at the table uh-huh. there. Yeah. And uh, all those guys were dressed up like that and like the, the fluffy gaucho pants with the thing. And I thought, well, you know, why don't you just like wear a regular outfit and cut the meat? Why do I, I'm, I, I, and I'm not like tricked that I'm actually in Brazil on a, 
of ranch or something. It's steaming. I guess. Why did I I have to wear head to toe khaki on the jungle cruise? Fair enough. And then we've talked about my, my aversion to uh, restaurants actually shaped like boats. We've talked about that before. Yeah. That would be in my bio. Like if I was going (laughs) to, that would be my one thing. It'd be like, uh, some guy doesn't understand the concept of boat shaped restaurants on land. <laughs> Who is fooling? But you would not- <laughs> but you wouldn't say you don't like it because that's dumb. You would say you don't understand the concept. Yeah, I don't understand that's the concept. a better way to put that sentence. I guess so. Yeah, because I mean like I I no one has ever been fooled by a right. boat shaped restaurant. No one's ever gone in and been like, you know, for a minute there. <laughs> I felt like the <laughs> yeah, rocking. I felt like Captain <laughs> Phillips and I was waiting for the you know the Somalis to break through the door and kidnap me. <laughs> This guy also is totally a model. I mean, I don't know what entrepreneur he's entrepreneurial things that he's doing, but he is, mm-hmm. or he wants to yeah. be a model. I should say those yeah. are all of his. That that's something that I really look for too in an Instagram account is if the pictures are posed and you can tell that somebody went out professionally and took shots of them. And they're just saying Sunday morning vibes as they're in perfect right. lighting shirtless on a beach. Yeah. That, oh, I don't Here's like what that. I had for lunch. You know, exactly. Look at me reading this book, you know, stuff like <laughs> pop, that. Pop down to Jeff for just a moment. Okay. Jeff is a another- Jeff or like, like G off or J J. Jeff, the traditional Jeff, um, who is 31 and a surgical skin Uh salesman, which I thought very specific. Thank you for telling us what you do, Jeff, from Jersey City, New Jersey. Here's what's wrong with Jeff. He calls himself an exceptional lover. He puts that in his bio, which I I call chotch on that. And then he says um, he describes himself on Instagram as a thousand-year-old vampire. Is what he puts in his little profile thing. Um, he look he has a lot of beards pictures in his profile. And he looks better with the beard, but someone forgot to tell him to remove his girlfriend from all <laughs> from really? his feed because this really good looking leggy blonde is in a lot of pictures. And you know, maybe they broke up six months ago. We don't know. Maybe it's his sister. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Not the way they're kissing and holding on to each oh, other. Well, and, let's hope not. And standing beside each other in scantily clad swimwear. I believe that she's an ex-girlfriend, possibly current girlfriend. I don't know. Jeff may not make it past night one. And so he thought, well, I'm not gonna no. I'm not gonna wipe my Instagram because I also think that some of these people too. A handful of a handful of them had four pictures and you know they had more than that and well and yeah they just wiped it well the other thing that strikes me about you just said i haven't seen the pictures but he could be so impressed with himself that he just can't bear to bring pull down a picture where he thinks he looks great or something right it's a risk reward thing right it's like well it's it's uh it's not really proper but forget i look so good right there that i'm not going to take it down take it down let me ask you this jeff also likes to dress up (laughs) Uh, imagine halloween on a monthly basis i feel like he dresses up as somebody on a way too often basis in my opinion what are your I mean, thoughts on that? 
I don't think that his um, his job description would call for that. So yeah, it's a little unusual. <laughs> and he's thirty one, which is you I, know you're old I, enough. To- he's you're old enough to not be having frat boy parties every week where you don't right. have to be in a toga, you don't have to be in fig leaves at the island party. Here's the thing: in my memory right now, what I'm recalling is he did George Michael from the Faith video. Mm-hmm. He did Freddie Mercury with mm-hmm. the white tank top and the very tight jeans and the black sunglasses. And then there was definitely a banana in there. And there was definitely some kind of construction work or something. Now, if I can recall that from my head, I find that odd. And I look yeah. at dates thinking, well, maybe these are just four Halloweens in a row. No, no. This is a Tuesday in January in 2020. You know, good for him. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I really don't know how to. Then there's that. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Okay, one more. Zip on down to Landon. And this is the one that is my question mark. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> okay. Oof. <laughs> what are you oofing? His hair. The picture looks like it was just taken at a very inopportune. <laughs> looks like two he frames looks- before the picture they probably should have used, you he know? looks mid-laugh. He looks yeah, like what? he's laughing. Okay, or he's so being he's, goosed or something by the um, Pavelka. <laughs> he's one of our babies. He's 25. He's a basketball coach from Dallas, Texas. He is, uh, from what I can gather, he was very big University of Houston basketball player when they were great. You know, U of H is pretty good right now. So, mm-hmm. so he's good. I believe he's coaching for them now in some sort of capacity. What his nickname is Sunshine, mm-hmm. and he loves Justin Bieber, calls himself a believer, <sighs> and he's really good at Uno and Settlers of Catan, and Christmas lights make him very happy. And so I just, I was kind of, what's this guy about? So on his Instagram, there are a bunch of ironic posed model pictures of him in a swimsuit, kind of looking goofy, but showing off his body at the same time, and him in the middle of a really great slam dunk for basketball that he used a trampoline on and somebody caught him mid shot. I don't know. It feels very much like he is either a total jack wagon chotch or he's going to be the funny guy life of the party who everybody wants to be around. We'll see. <laughs> That's all I have. That's, That's all, all I have you have guys. to say for Landon. You know, look, I, look, he's going to try to stand out as the yeah. Look at me. Look the at guy, me. The guy. The yeah. guy. But I'm okay. I'm hoping it's not in an annoying way. I, I'm hoping he really is kind of like easy, just fun and funny, and everybody sort of gravitates to him, not in an obnoxious way. I am okay. hopeful that Landon is not obnoxious. Yet I have him in my d bag chotch jack wagon Should we, um, area down here but i have one more okay. I have one more one more d bag okay. it's I'm, I'm calling it it's cody it's cody he is a um he looks great and he's a, a zipper sales manager in san diego 27 but they talk about how he's a surfer with a six pack and he's romantic and he's looking for someone to look past his exterior and oh, see what a God. great guy is on the inside that's a red flag to me. Yeah, it also says sure. when he falls, he falls hard. So he's going to attach himself to Katie and yeah, he might not cry leave about it. Yeah, he might not she's leave. He's going to make him journal about his feelings and then throw it in the mm-hmm. fire. Yeah, and he may not leave when he's asked to leave. 
I don't think so. But I think he's going to be annoying. We may catch him wandering through the desert on his way back to Katie's heart. (laughs) (laughs) We might. We might. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else? Do you feel like we need to talk about or did we do pretty good? I think we did pretty good. I think, you know, there's all, and you know, the thing that I, um, is always interesting to me is that we're probably about 80% right just because of, we've been doing this so long, you know, and we, we just have a feel for it, but there's always one or two surprises and, uh, I look forward to that. And then, uh, you know, to talk about the, uh, the, um, the elephant in the room, do we think Harrison is getting his job back or, or uh, not this season for sure? Cause we have Tasha and, um, uh, right. And uh, Caitlin. Who, Caitlin are hosting. Yeah. Um, well, from, from what I've read, ABC is very much always saying that Harrison has stepped aside the season. So he's never been labeled as fired or let go or replaced. That language has never been used. He's stepping aside. ABC also is quick to say that Tasha and Caitlin are there to support Katie. They never call them hostesses. Hosts. So I'm we'll not see. sure who's going to come out at the beginning and say, hello, Bachelor Nation, or if it's just going to be voiceover and then we see Katie on the driveway. And yeah. I'm sure Tasha and Caitlin will come up and say, oh, are you very excited? This is so fun. Here's your first limo. And, mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that they're going to be that. This is the last rose. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's a, it's a brand see. new feel. It's a brand new world. Yeah, we'll see. So it'll be all right. Well, look, for the record, I hope Harrison gets his job back. Um, but I also think that, um, I think Katie is, uh, I don't know. Now you, you kind of scared me with the lead in that, that they, <laughs> you know, I thought she was just going to be kind of a stable, you know, lead in. And then Michelle, is that her name? The, the, the next one? Yeah. One. I, I wish she would have gone first sort of, cause I kind of like her better than I like Katie, but we'll see how, how, how that goes. Um, and I maybe she'll make an appearance. I think it was a smart move to have her second. She, she literally did it because of school. So she yeah. wanted to be with her kids in the springtime, but I think it was a smart move because I think a lot of people are looking forward to Michelle and you know, we may, some people may trudge through Katie to, and then bachelor in paradise. Cause I hear that's happening then get to Michelle and, you know, feel it. Or, or I've heard a lot of people are just abandoning it. What, yeah. so, you know, from the get go until Michelle gets here, which is fine, whatever, whatever floats your boat, but it's happening June 7th. That okay. is coming yeah. down the way it, we, two weeks. We've got two weeks before it, it's all happening again. So it's very, very exciting. Do you have to very- describe the season in one word? How would you describe it? Um, I'm anxious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and hopeful. Those two words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could be um, incorrect and exasperated <laughs> by the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's about that time to break forth the rhythm and the rhyme. I'm mine, so get yours. I want to see sweat coming out your pores. On the house tip Hey, thank y'all for listening. And a big thank you to some guy in Austin for helping me sift through the 29 chaches vying for Katie's heart. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to subscribe and to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. 
Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Yes. Many want to know who done this. Mark, mark, and I'm here to move you. Rhymes to prove you, and I'm here to